two podcasters walk into a talent agency. The agent asks them what their act is. The two podcasters smile at each other, then begin their show. They start singing and dancing and fucking and shitting and stabbing and masturbating and erotically feeding each other Nathan's famous hot dogs. But instead of ketchup, they are using their own excrement while simultaneously ejaculating onto the agent's desk. The agent asks what they call their act. The podcasters high-five and say, Welcome to Beer Me a Movie. Please listen responsibly. Brian, I want you to just close your eyes. I want to paint a picture for you really quickly. Okay. You're in high school. Mm-hmm. You're either a freshman, sophomore, junior, senior, or if you're in this movie, you're 37. <laughs> Those are the options. You're walking down the hall between physics and English class. Okay. Yeah. You see a cute gallon. You, you give her a, a little early 90s wink as you're playing like your gin blossoms on your shoulder boombox or whatever. Naturally, as you do. Everything's going great. You're smelling the graffiti on the lockers. <laughs> really painting a picture here. You smell gunpowder that's recently been fired. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you get thrown down a stairwell that's three stories high and die. But school <laughs> continues around you. They should put in uh, <laughs> some sort of fencing system around the stairway. Oh, they do that after your death. But yeah. school is going to continue. Because well, glad that- <laughs> students are expendable at wherever we are high. Lincoln High School in Miami, Florida. I actually don't know if it's Florida. They say Miami. They never actually say Florida. It, there's palm trees. I can't imagine it's Ohio. <laughs> they might say Florida. <laughs> this movie is very Florida. Very Florida man heavy. <laughs> Thanks for that trip down memory lane in my terrible high school. Yeah, I I'm sorry you died in this situation. It's just, I feel like yeah, everybody dies because the movie we're talking about this week is Only the Strong from 1993, directed by very, very, very famous director, Sheldon Lettich. Wait a minute. You mean the guy that wrote on Bloodsport and Rambo 3? Lionheart, Double Impact? I would have gone with like a light fucking, like a heavy petting, like <laughs> Sheldon Heavy Pet Lettich for yeah, writing. Perfect. Uh, it seems like this is the only movie he's directed that didn't star Van Damme. And Van Damme, weirdly, would have fit right in. Would have been perfect addition to this movie. <laughs> would have been. This movie comes to us courtesy of Phil Hot Take Hawkins because it's the last week of the month, baby. And we pick a That's random right. movie every last week that is submitted by you, our audience. So thank you, Phil. Thank you, Phil, because, man, did I go on a journey. I feel like, you know, whenever you see the weird Lexus commercial, like during the holidays and they put the big bow around the car. Yes. It's like, you know, no one's unwrapping that thing, right? Or maybe they have to make it like maybe street legal to. or something. I don't know what makes holiday cars street legal or not. Uh, Phil pretty much <laughs> did that. He wrapped up a car, except this one was a Mazda. It's a Mazda and it has at least 20 bows on it. It's like... An egregious amount of bows. So many giant bows. Like, you cannot drive this. It's not. No, 
You absolutely could not drive this thing. This movie is a gosh darn treat. (laughs) It's just a swell. It really is. I didn't know I needed this. I had no idea. There was something about looking for this movie and realizing I could only watch it in 480 glorious DPI. DPI dots per inch? What is it? Uh, You know, pixels. (laughs) 480 pixels on the YouTube is the only way with the FX classics in the corner. I had that same version of it. It came up as TVMA, and I was like, is this the right thing? Wait a minute. This is a TV show? (laughs) Do you want to get right into it? I have so much I want to talk about. Oh, man. Yes, I think we need to just dive directly into this movie. Uh, The Wikipedia synopsis for this one was only like maybe 400 words. That's not a lot, but do you want to like set the stage a little? I'll, I'll read you the IMDb quick synopsis of this yeah, thing let's and do then that. we'll elongate it because it is ridiculous <laughs> ex-special forces soldier lewis stevens returns to miami to find his former high school overrun by drugs and violence a master of brazilian martial art copera stevens pledges to straighten out a dozen of the school's worst students by teaching them this demanding and highly disciplined is it fighting style <laughs> slowly as program begins to work giving the students new hope and purpose but the local drug lord himself a martial arts expert vows to stop steven's positive influence now stevens must fight to save his own life as well as the lives of the rebellious young students that was way longer than i expected it to be yeah that was like 400 words damn (laughs) imdb went in on that one they did i'm so excited this movie has if you were here right now I would have to put on a different pair of pants or put like a blanket over my lap or something. You think you're excited? Feel these nipples. <laughs> it's been a while since I've been this horny to talk about a movie. <laughs> what if I start doing these movements? Does that do anything for you? Uh-huh. You're doing like the Brazilian Charleston. Doing the, like they the, do in this movie. <laughs> capoeira from the, from the waist up. That's all it is. Seated capoeira. It's the best. That sounds sexy. I don't know why. Doesn't it? That sounds like something you'd find in the Kama Sutra. Like you're on like a dating app. And <laughs> I don't know how dating apps work. You swipe right and someone connects to you. You go, yo, Cita Capoeira. And they're like, you like only the strong too? And then you're married for forever because that's a perfect person. <laughs> yeah. You go right to proposal at that point. You don't even you go have on the first to. date. Skip it all. <laughs> oh, you're perfect? Cool. We're going to break this movie down into our 10 categories, assign it a score, and if it matches the uh, Rotten Tomatoes score, we gotta we got to chug our beer. That's the, the beer me uh, whatnot of this. Also, you know, the random selection and not knowing what's happening. All that stuff. If you've been here, maybe. If you haven't, welcome. This would be fun. Since this is a high school movie, I'm not drinking beers, but instead I'm drinking Sunny D Vodka Seltzer. <laughs> Perfect. Because I feel 90s. like I just got home from school, like, all right, Sunny D. But it's like, the type of Sunday that fucks you up a little bit. You got milk, purple stuff. Oh, <laughs> Sunny D, sweet. Our first category is, of course, story and motivation. And we will be reading the synopsis directly from the Wikipedia. Former Green Beret Lewis Stevens, played by the chairman himself, Mark fucking DeCasas, returns to his hometown of Miami after completing military service in Brazil, only to learn that his old high school has become a haven for gangs and drug dealers. The likes of Jeffrey Anderson Gunter. Now, I don't know how the military works, like where where you're stationed and whatnot, and what your job is while you're stationed elsewhere. But it looks like he is guarding a very lovely little town alone. 
He is like, he's hanging the out in Brazil and dancing. That is his. That's his mo. It's not dancing. It's highly disciplined. Right. I forgot. Highly disciplined martial arts <laughs> with the local people that he gives high fives to. After they like shadow fight a little bit while all the percussions playing around them, and then they hug it out at the end. I <laughs> do, do not understand how they any do of hug this it works. Out. Um, this reminds me of when I was a a young lad going to. The roller rink on the Friday night. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, hanging out in the booths with some some friends on the side of the roller rink while a c- pair of gentlemen to our, our left in front of the laser tag area were just doing random dance fighting, choreographed dance fighting where they never actually hit each other. And you know what? I'm beginning to think maybe they were huge fans of Only the Strong. I mean, as a huge fan of Only the Strong. I'm down with that. <laughs> Completely down with that. That is a vivid memory that was unlocked by this movie. So, <laughs> One of those that's like deep enough in the subconscious that it's going to take a really specific reference to pull it out. Yeah, it's either watching this movie or smelling the combination of dirty feet and money. Those places were gnarly, man. Oh, it smelled terrible. It was bad. Good times. Was it though? Like I don't remember ever having a good time. Uh, it was literally named Good Times. Was was the place? <laughs> <laughs> good Times Roller Rink. All right, fair enough. Yeah. So after Stevens uses his capoeira skills to kick several drug dealers off the school property, Mister Kerrigan, played by Jeffrey Fucking Lewis, give it to him. Absolutely, absolutely. Give it to him. One of Stevens's old teachers sees the impact that Stevens has on the students. They pay attention to you because you kick that guy's ass. He beats the hell out of this person in this high school courtyard while everyone's watching. It's like karate in the round, realistically, what he's doing. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Star-Lord-style dance battle. In high school, if anyone fought anyone, it has everyone's attention. This exactly. is not a special thing here, especially in this type of school where there's murders and drugs and shit. <laughs> Mr. Kerrigan had two options at that point. Be like, wow, they really like you. Or that's it. We all have to start fighting the kids. Unless Mr. Kerrigan's taking like like a prison yard approach to this, how he's like, that's the new alpha. Let me get on his side before these kids <laughs> literally fuck me. Yeah, that's actually a good move on his part. Naturally, Kerrigan gives him the task of teaching Capoeira to a handful of the worst at-risk students at the school, giving Stevens an abandoned fire station as their practice area. He hands out, like, these files on these kids that are all just more juveniles. Like, how did you get these? First of all, how did you pick out the 12 worst kids? What did that conversation look like? It's literally their records. I wanted a montage of them picking out these scumbag kids. Oh, that would have been great. Like, no, he's only killed one guy. He's too good for this class. That's how they like line him up. It looks like a Call of Duty leadership board almost. <laughs> no, no, no. You got to be top six in order to learn the karate. Oh, it's too bad that one guy died last week and we had to put up the bars in the stairwell because he had a great <laughs> KD. He had the best KD. He was calling all the helicopter surveillance and everything. Oh, that was a narc? That's what it was? Oh, that explains why he died. Oh, now I know why they threw him off the third floor. I love how this movie realistically is like going to become Lean on Me with Morgan Freeman fixing a Patterson, New Jersey school system along with Cobra Kai. That's amazing. I've been calling it um, To Sir With Love meets Eddie Gordo from Tekken 3. <laughs> That's even better. 
I think Mr. Stevens is actually living in this abandoned fire station also. He absolutely is. This is like the worst version of Ghostbusters. <laughs> or the best? I'm not sure. <laughs> it would have been better if you have like Egon doing the Brazilian Charleston, the Capoeira. Oh. That would have been so good. That's all I want to see now. Missed opportunity. Well, you can't. He's dead. But maybe well, someone could catch his ghost and then go. they could do it again. That would be perfect. Fuck you. I've seen Afterlife. I know. Chill out, everyone. <laughs> Relax. Also, with AI, all things are possible. I'm sure we could get... Do like a Tupac hologram. Exactly. Just a hologram of Egon doing some capoeira. <laughs> That'd be perfect. So while Stevens is uh, teaching these kids, he earns the ire of local drug lord Silverio Oliveras, played by Paco Christian Prieto, who's a guy, and whose younger cousin, Orlando, is one of Stevens' students. It's a very small world, and somehow it gets smaller at graduation at the end, but this is a very small world. <laughs> we will get there. Very specific problems it's are a, happening. Look, it's all about the neighborhood. It's true. This is like a weird jujitsu mean streets type situation. <laughs> 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 That's my issue of mean streets. Mean streets is literally, it should be called mean street. Mean it's little hilly. It's like at that time, it was like one street. In mean New York City. Avenue. Mean Road. Break out fucking Bruce Springsteen. Is that a Thunder Road? Oh, yeah. Add it to Asshole on Front Street, too. You could do that. That's a reference that for people is. who've if been you with got us. that one, thank you for, for being here. Thank you for being a friend. Silverio is also a master of capoeira, because of course he is. Everyone knows this very specific jujitsu style. Everyone in this movie. I love that Mr. Stevens somehow got placed in Brazil on duty and learned this very specific martial arts style of the area, then came back home only to have to fight somebody <laughs> on his own in his own neighborhood that happens to practice the same style. It's all just, I mean, wow, what are the odds? Well, the writer of this thing, he's probably just like, give me the flippiest jujitsu we could find. I got one. <laughs> you can't do like Krav Maga or whatever for it. That's just all, all defensive, isn't it? And they like put their hands up in funny ways. And... It's just, yeah, putting your hand up in funny ways and I think killing people. Is that what Krav Maga, can you kill a Krav Maga? I feel like it's, it's, it's one of the deadlier ones, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know any of this stuff because I kill with my sick words and beats. <laughs> like they teach you <laughs> on the streets. Rhyming and stealing. So Silverio is also a master of capoeira, and he engages Stevens in combat, beating him viciously at the, at the basketball court. I really hate when I'm just playing a nice game of basketball with my bros after yep. a tough day of stealing cars and taking apart cars, <laughs> and then just a jujitsu fight breaks out of half court. It's I hate it. Kinda, it's the worst. You know, I'm just here hanging out with my boys. We just, you know, reenacted Gone, Gone in 60 Seconds, and now we're shooting some hoops. Chopping up cars, which is actually how they say it in this movie. Chopping up cars. Yeah. This is written by uh, an elderly white man who, <laughs> who has never existed in this type of area in his life. What happens in a chop shop? They chop them up, right? All right. Write it. <laughs> the horrified Orlando resolves to learn everything he can from Stevens. That's not quite how it happens, Wikipedia. Silverio tells him. Yeah, he's good enough. You can teach him the, the basics, but then when he's ready, he come to the master. That seems like a pretty good deal for Orlando, though. 
honestly, yeah, it's like, yeah, keep hanging out with your teacher, whatever. And then when you're ready, when I'm ready, you'll quit school and, and be my enforcer full time. This is a bit of a funny style of fighting, too. Like, it, it's not cinematic enough. And that's why they, like, go way over the top with it. Because it is very flippy. It's super flippy. And I think it's probably the most cinematic. You think so? There's no punching involved. If you have the right people filming it, I think it would be <laughs> okay. extremely cinematic. You got to get those, like, Spike Lee angles in there. Really or just zoom in, get low. Anybody else angles. That's also fair. <laughs> It seems like it's an easy style to go against, though, because, first of all, they're going to try to kick you. Yes. I feel like everybody is broadcasting their moves so early. A hundred percent. And it's all based around this almost dance style. That's the basis for all of it. Where, right. like, you take a step to the left, you put your leg back, and then you do it to the, the right side. You have to do the Jenga. Exactly. Every bit of this is telegraphed. And it's not quick. None of it's quick. Like, if a guy goes on his hand, does a handstand, expect that foot to come over the top and catch you in the dome. <laughs> There's so many different ways you can flip and kick, though. There are. And the way that you win a fight, as the bad man Silverio does, is that he just kind of, like, speeds up at one point. He gets faster. But only, only when the people around you start clapping faster to make sure the fight progresses. You have to have your own rhythm section in order to appropriately <laughs> fight with this style. It feels like a, a giant, <laughs> how do we beat Silverio? I don't know. Let's just make sure his guys can't clap. <laughs> now, here's the thing. It's going to be like Mr. Holland's jujitsu here because... <laughs> What they're doing is they're going 4-4. Four, four. We can't have that. We got to go double can't time. can't do that. We got we to make sure we go. To, yeah, triplets. Fucking triplets. Is that my way. tempo? Match this, my tempo. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right, throw the fist. Throw the kick. Here we go. <laughs> and on how you counter? Triple it, triple it, triple it, triple it, triple it, triple it, punch. Well, I just had more flashbacks to high school. <laughs> Maybe band teachers, like, inherently know how to fuck kids up and they just choose not to. Like, they all secretly know capoeira. Do you think the slow clap originated in capoeira? It would have been so much weirder if it did. Hey, you have the one kid in the back. Just, yes. And then, for some reason, Steven's like, leg just starts, like, kicking backwards just from muscle memory. Man, I keep forgetting that this is an audio medium because I keep doing the movements. and You do keep doing it. <laughs> you start clapping it's just instinct so mr stevens's class learns quickly through several montages and they become very skilled at capoeira the one student who also has i need to talk about this drug dealer no oh, the most original facial hair you've ever seen in your life it's not though well at the time it was but as i'm watching this thing i go how is that not jordan peele on an airplane from P and Keel, because that is the exact look he has with the crazy facial 100%. hair and the dreads coming down. Jeffrey Anderson Gunter. Gonna get them Terry's. <laughs> he was just doing Tony Stark before Robert Downey Jr. did. Fair enough. <laughs> but he's got a nephew who learns how to do capoeira, who, who understands you have to do two high kicks and then one low kick. Exactly. And that's how you... And that's how you beat up the football guy. Incapacitate a, a person? No, the football guy. He's asking for it. He is. He just does a lot of charges, and it doesn't really work out well for him. And he's got to watch out for the kicks and the flippies. And there's only like three people named in this movie. You have Orlando. You have 
the nephew guy who I've forgotten his name already, who was the first one to embrace Capoeiro. And there's Donovan. He's got the boom box. Shay was the, the nephew. There you go. Him. It's so memorable. And yeah, and, and Boombox Kid Donovan. He makes like a mix of the Brazilian music, though. And it's yeah, pretty everybody sweet. Ma- everybody makes fun of the Brazilian music, so he remixes it overnight, brings it back. He's like, hey, teach, here you go. And then teacher's like, Donovan made this. He's like, don't say that. That's not, I'm not cool if I did stuff for school. I feel like a lot of these high school students who do look like they are borderline retirement age, <laughs> they put so much effort into not doing anything like they're aggressively going against the teachers and authority like you have to try to reach the level of not care that they're going for and at that point you're caring again you're caring about not caring harder than it would be to just care yeah these kids must be exhausted at the end how do i reach these kids (laughs) i thought about that the entire time watching The whole class learns quickly. They become very skilled. The principal is delighted and proposes a district-wide capoeira program to the school board. Based on what? Based on the 12 worst kids at the worst school all of a sudden being good at a thing and listening to authority figures. He's like, if it works here, it could work anywhere. But these are also pretty aggressive kids to start who are learning how to literally kick ass. That's true. They're getting a weapon. You're pretty much handing all these 12 delinquent kids like a gun. But with their feet, not so but, much fists. But through the act of teaching them how to use their bodies as weapons, they're also learning respect. Are they, though? Maybe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> After a field trip with his class to the beach, because these Miami kids have never seen the beach before, Stevens once again clashes with Silverio because he was keeping Orlando away from doing his work at the chop shop, you know, chopping and shopping. And Orlando's like, I should be back with my cousin just chopping away. He's like, well, why aren't you? He's like, I made a choice. Yeah, my right. choice was clapping in a circle <laughs> with my shirt off around teachers. I wanted to show you that you have options. Well, I'm here, aren't I? <laughs> it's fucking great. I teared up a little. Did you? No. <laughs> I was going to say, like, I know you just recently watched The Iron Giant for the first time, uh, and I know you me. teared up because you that messaged me, me saying, I'm not crying, you're crying. Yeah. But I don't know, maybe you got softened up enough by big old Iron Groot doing his thing, and yeah. oh, maybe you're softy now. He was like, not a gun. And this kid was like, not a chopper. Not a chopper! It's not a chopper! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, because Stevens kept Orlando away from Silverio, Silverio decides he's going to declare war against him. Against the school, sort of. Naturally, being at war with a teacher means you have to terrorize the high school and set fire to a different teacher's classroom, hoping to burn him alive. (laughs) (laughs) They knock out Kerrigan in his classroom as they like stack up desks and pour gasoline on it. And they light the classroom on fire. Yep. Luckily, Donovan and Shay see this and they're like, we gotta, we gotta help Kerrigan. And they help him out. But then Donovan goes back in for the magic capoeira stick. It doesn't work out well. Like he ga- grabs the capoeira stick and then just falls over. And Shay's like, no! Ah! On to the next scene. <laughs> the very next scene 
is Stevens driving up in the bus. And I just want to know, why is he still driving the bus? <laughs> and how does he get into an active crime scene with a school bus driving as fast as he is? Super fast school bus covered in graffiti that I don't know why he's still driving, driving because the field trip was like the day before? Possibly. Sometime Time doesn't matter in this past, thing. I think. Anyway. Uh, now, now listen, Mr. Stevens, we can't give you tenure, but we can do is we can give you a firehouse and a graffiti school bus. Is that good enough for you? <laughs> it's funny because, like, they do ask him, like, hey, how much are they paying you? We'll pay you more to join our, our neighborhood gang. And he's like, they're paying me enough. I've got a roof. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently a bus. <laughs> apparently a bus. Uh, you listen up. You join our gang. I'll give you enough dope that you will start calling you Miss Swizzle or something on that school bus, and you'll you'll go see some shit. <laughs> I love that he's never going to accept this offer, but he still asks, like, and I bet all the coke I could snort, too. <laughs> what a swerve that would have been. If he's like, was like, yeah, yeah, I'm in. I'm in. 100% I'm in. <laughs> if you want to join our gang, you got to do coke off my dick. What? <laughs> uh, just like Brazil. <laughs> I feel like I'm serving my country again in a country that's uh, not at war with us at all. <laughs> this neighborhood's at war. This very small zip code is unhappy. It's a full zip code. It's like a handful of streets. <laughs> so Stevens shows up, goes inside, and it turns out Donovan is dead. And now this scene's also wild because he's able to just go again into this active crime scene. Yep. In his beater. Because that's all he wears in this movie. Correct. Goes in. The fireman is pulling Donovan out of the classroom, and then he just fucks off. He's like, all right. Like, they just leave the dead kid in the hallway. (laughs) 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 While two flippers, they're not actors, they're flippy men, act over him. (laughs) You can't just pull a dead kid from a classroom and then fuck off. That's not how the world works. In that fireman's defense... Florida. I was thought you were going to say, in the fireman's defense, kid's not on fire. <laughs> kid was not on fire. It's true. <laughs> Job's done. If the kid were on fire, he'd, he'd figure it out, I'm sure. Well, but I would apply some water to that situation, but that doesn't... The kid does not require any water anymore. <sighs> I, if I can't spray water on the kid, I don't know what to do. <laughs> All right, quick question. Is the kid on fire? No. Is the kid stuck up a tree? No. I'm done. Job's I'm done. I'm out of here. All right. Did it. Do you need a ladder to get to the kid? No? Well, then uh, I'm out. <laughs> I like that Wikipedia is just like, Silverio's gang terrorizes the school, sets fire to Kerrigan's classroom, resulting in the death of one of Stevens' students. They don't even name the kid. No, they didn't bother. It's, it's one of three kids with a name. His name is Donovan, Wikipedia. But the next scene is literally my favorite scene I think I've ever seen in cinema history, because Stevens gets fired, and the toughest security guard of all time escorts him out the back way so the press doesn't see him <laughs> but as he's walking past the, the gym field or whatever it is che comes up to him because the school just got lit on fire and a student died but don't be late for gym class you better be at gym class especially now that your special gym class has been canceled a couple seconds ago it's unbelievable how all this happens now it all escalates well one of my best friends is dead but i got i've got fifth period so Donovan made sick beats, man, but got the presidential physical fitness test, and I'm not fucking up that shuttle run again this year. Can't do it. Stevens is considered at fault, 
and he's banished from the school grounds, and the capoeira program is terminated. They said it was, like, unsanctioned. It's like, duh. You gave the guy a firehouse to do it. (laughs) (laughs) There's no way that was to code. There were homeless people living in it the day before classes started. But the teacher came in, and he's like, hey, you're a victim. The homeless guys went, all right. Yeah, but then there was the montage of them spraying it with a hose. (laughs) They did, which is good. I guess it showed that you could spray things with water that aren't on fire. Fire person pulling dead kid out of classroom. Three solid montages in this movie. There's the cleaning up the firehouse, the learning capoeira, and then the beach fun and shenanigans. It was beach fun and shenanigans. (laughs) So in retaliation for the attack, Mr. Stevens sneaks into Silverio's chop shop and defeats the workers before setting a cash filled car on fire. Makes Silverio pretty mad. I mean, there are only a few things that make him mad. People not respecting his neighborhood. People trying to take his his cousin away from him and teach him stuff. And people cutting his ponytail, as we're going to learn. People cutting his ponytail. He gets real mad whenever that happens. Not even the ponytail, but like the hair tie that's holding his ponytail up. Right. He hates his hair being down. Which begs the question, why have that much of it? That's a really good point, actually. It makes him look pretty cool, though. I mean... It's bad. Bad. He has you know like what? the leather vest and the little ponytail in the back, and it's yeah, like, yeah, it works for you, man. He's it doing works. his best Van Damme. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> All right, I'm going to need you to do a split. I don't think I will. Thank you. <laughs> we'll get somebody else to do it later in the movie. <laughs> Got to represent the splits. I don't even know if they did get anybody better to do the splits later in the movie, because like, I know you're not a wrestling guy. You know I'm not a wrestling guy, but do you remember the great Kali? No. But he was like a seven foot tall like Indian guy who would come out of the back, go down the ramp, but he would walk like Vince McMahon. But if Vince McMahon definitely had a pituitary disorder, like his entire <laughs> life. <laughs> okay. And that's what this man Silverio kind of reminds me of because yeah. for as flippy as Stevens is, Silverio is not. <clears throat> but he's the master. It's, he is the master. It's just that he so. punches and kicks a lot harder. Yeah. And sometimes headbutts. Which has to be illegal. It feels like it's against the rules, and that's why he's a dirty capoeira fighter. There's a certain amount of sportsmanship that goes behind capoeira, where you do have to, like, shake hands at the end of it. Do you? I don't know, but I feel like that's how they set this up at the beginning, is, like, you shadow fight, and then you shake hands. I get the impression that there's two different styles of capoeira. There's, like, capoeira with your buds, where you're basically just dancing, and then there's actual fighting capoeira. So basically, what you're saying is that capoeira is a lot like A, making love, and B, fucking. Yes. Okay. I can understand that one. Yeah. Actually, I think you nailed it. This movie's eye-opening. Sure is. Also, there is one kid who does the splits during the montage at the beach, but of course, um, Mr. Stevens does like a a flippy in front of him as the picture's being taken, so you don't actually see the split kid in the photo. (laughs) Oh, this teacher's a dick. Or as much as helping these kids, he's a dick. Yeah, also, it, it's, Wikipedia doesn't even mention it, but the whole time he's also trying to fuck his ex, Diana, who's also a teacher at this school. Right, and she's like that teacher who's very focused on the students, doing things yeah. the right way. How do I reach these kids? But, like, she goes to the firehouse, and they, they do the dirty in the firehouse at one point, and she's just there on the field trip with them also. Yeah. It's all oh, very strange. But also Silverio is like, I'm going to get what I want. And it's gross because he's talking about her. Yeah. There's a close-up, though. And my first thought in that close-up was, both those guys got good skin. (laughs) 
That's good. good. Good skin all around. Good skin. That's good skin. You must follow a regimen. They must. I, I would. I would wear that skin. <laughs> I would. Well, this took a step. <laughs> no, no, you didn't you know have that, that thought. I would wear that skin. Like that's skin. the type of skin that you see it, and you're just like, I'll tell you, six two. I could stretch that over me. That's fine. <laughs> How stretchy would you say your skin is? <laughs> like I see the elasticity as you're doing your splits and stuff. I just want to know uh, if I take your skin and I put it on me. Am I going to be able to do that? Do you think I could wear you? <laughs> if I wear you out in the rain, going to shrink <laughs> a little? Or I don't, will you? I don't know. Oh, boy. You bring the skin to like a dry cleaner? <laughs> on like a hanger? Is this skin? <laughs> is your skin dry clean only? I'm sure. <laughs> the skin just kind of looks like like Tom Green when he gets inside the deer. <laughs> the head's like floating over him. You could put use the head as like a hood. <laughs> wow. So, uh, Silverio. <laughs> no, you don't want to play anymore? You done? <laughs> Got too real, I think. Did it? Okay. Okay. That'd be the best tan I ever get, though. Oh, I mean. Like, I don't, I burn. So if I was able to put either of their skins over me. Yeah, like skin man, suit. I'd be just, glowing. You have your own beach montage. It's going to be like a fucking Jurgens commercial all the time. <laughs> Silverio orders the gang to bring Stevens to him alive, but Orlando flees to get help. He's chosen his loyalty. It's not to his family. It's to his weird teacher. Dominic Toretto would be fucking furious. Except that, Do- I don't know. Because that, that movie, those movies feel a lot like found family is more important than actual family. Are you comparing The Fast and the Furious to, to Shazam? No, not necessarily. No? Because that's all found family too. Yeah, but friends are the family you choose. Okay, that's fair. And I did not once even think about Shazam in those statements I just made. So, But also, you're probably too busy thinking about wearing Vin Diesel. <laughs> you cover up this hair? I don't think so. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> After a desperate battle, Stevens is finally captured and brought to a bonfire where Silverio awaits. However... Stevens' capoeira students bar their path in an attempt to rescue their teacher. Before an all-out brawl can ensue, the exhausted Stevens challenges Silverio to single combat to win back his students. And this fight scene goes on for forever. After a grueling battle, Stevens defeats Silverio before the police arrive, sending the gang scattering in all directions. With this defeat, Silverio's reputation as a crime lord is gone. But how does this all work again? He says, like, this neighborhood's not yours anymore, bro. It belongs to everybody. We all live here. I don't know how any of this works. I feel like this is like World War II, the fighting far away. How they, like, they signed the armistice agreement. They're like, oh, this yeah. is great. But like a week later, everyone's still fighting farther away because they haven't heard yet. Right. The news hasn't traveled. That's why you got to go to the source. Silverio. He's in jail now. Yeah, well, what I'm confused about is, like, he has this entire gang surrounding him with guns and knives and swords. Well, the for, gun got kicked out of the one guy's hand. Everyone's like, no, keep your glocks away, man, or else they'll kick you. Oh, the little kids are kicking guns out of our hands. We can't shoot them. <laughs> it's just, uh, I don't know. I thought the weirdest part about it was when Chase showed up wearing Donovan's skin. 
And everyone's like, oh, man, it's a ghost of Donovan. He's coming back oh, to, to get Stevens all fired up. All the kids start clapping and singing their version of the capoeira song to, all, <laughs> yeah. to outdo the other gang's capoeira-ing so that Stevens can win the fight. They definitely pumped him up with their version of clapping. My favorite part of this movie um, is coming up because mine is. <laughs> no, no. Actually, my favorite part of the movie is long past, but it was um the captions on this video. Whenever they sang the song that they were doing the capoeira to, the, yeah. the Parana Way, Parana Way, mm-hmm. it always said Banana Way. Okay. <laughs> and that made me so happy because at first I thought the song actually was Banana Way, and it is, it's not. Fair so, enough. I bet that caption guy's just like, no one's ever going to see this. <laughs> Nobody's ever going to see this. <laughs> he no. was just doing captions one day. Like, uh, like actually, it's, it's YouTube, so it's probably automatic. It's an AI. But even then, even the AI was like, nobody's going to see this. No but one at all. Banana way. I also love when, when captions are just like, foreign. It just says, foreign. Well, it's a lot like, again, when we talked about Mortal Kombat, how you had them speaking Chinese to each other, and then it says, like, in Japanese. <laughs> Like, right. Why? Why? He's just one one language. Keep it together. <laughs> well, the whole point of that conversation was they weren't supposed to understand each other. But they very much did. They talked. They conversed. I feel like they were both having their own conversations at each other, not so much conversing. But that was a different movie. We're talking I know. about- I watched that movie like four times in two days. <laughs> That's too many. It was to too many. ever watch it. Yeah. Never again. They just like, the sequel's happening now. Or yeah. like they're making that. Now there's a new video game, which I'm not buying unless I can get my Arcana big sweatshirt or something <laughs> in the game. I I need that cardigan Taylor Swift style. Like they're going to retcon Cole Young just out of existence. <laughs> like, that was stupid. Yeah, I thought so too. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the guy that was the lead of the last movie? We're just going to, let's not even have him actually. I think that's nope, a good idea. That's fine. Why are they rebooting the game? It's literally called Mortal Kombat 1. They're trying to make us forget that the good ones existed before it, somehow, for whatever reason. You can't, like, do that, I feel like. If you're going to do that, madden it. Do a different one every year. Yeah. Where it very gradually progresses, barely, every year. <laughs> <laughs> the game's totally different, but you don't realize it, because it's just little incremental changes along the way. Barely. It's a roster update, realistically. Where you get, like, a QBI, but instead you get, like, Arcana Vision or something. Arcana Vision. <laughs> I don't know. I'm terrible at fighting games. Terrible. Uh, see, fighting games and racing games are, are my, my bread and butter. I oh, think. racing games. I'll fuck up anybody. That's not yeah. a problem. But fighting games, terrible. Very tempted this week to buy that uh, that Lego game, but it's $70, and you know in like a month it's going to be 30 So What Lego game? There's a Lego 2K Racers or something like that. Oh, damn. You know, if it's anything like Hot Wheels Unleashed, yes, please. Yeah, it's because that game rules. Build your own cars. It's open world. There's a whole thing. And I was like, mm, I'm gonna buy that, but I'm, I might pay seventy for that. Here's the thing. I that sounds great. I won't play it until it's discounted anyway. So I'll just wait till it's discounted <laughs> to buy it. Very Have you played uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales yet? Uh, I have not played Spider-Man Miles <laughs> okay. Morales yet. I've owned it since it released. I, I was gonna say release it. day. I know you got it. Yep, I had that one. Um, I've I played a little bit of Guardians. You know. Superhero movies. Anyway, so Steven's Capoeira <laughs> program proves such a success that his students graduate from high school. That was the, that was the goal. They get like the 12 baddest students around, but the graduating class is like 18. 
Yeah. Well, I think they say in the beginning of the movie that this, the graduating, only like 12% of students at Lincoln actually graduate. Then why are there so many people here at this graduate? Like, the audience is enormous. Well, they're all here to, they heard the news about this guy Stevens and his fancy dance fighting. And how he dresses in a tan suit just so he stands out a little bit at the end. <laughs> well, we all know tan suits are illegal. That's only if you're the president. Oh, okay. He's the president <laughs> of my heart and dance fighting and Top Chef. We got a question about that. And I did not know that he did Top Chef. Oh, oh yeah. He's done Top Chef. Is that like common knowledge? Should I have known this? Oh, if you if you go to Mark DeCasas' IMDb. I did not. He ha- He's like the host of Iron Chef. He's done 236 Shit. episodes. Good for him for having a job. We got a question from the person <laughs> who gifted us this, Phil Hot Tech Hawkins. He said, my question is, what is your favorite secret ingredient that Mark DeCascos has announced as the chairman on Iron Chef America? Do you have one? Do I have one? Yeah, a favorite secret ingredient. A favorite? No, I just, I like the way he announces them. That's fun. How, how does he announce them? Is it like a special way he does it? Oh, I, he's very over the top on this show. Very, he's very over, the, over top. the top in this movie. So no, but that like, kind of checks he's, out. He's extremely reserved by comparison in this movie. Jesus Christ, he has levels. Oh yeah, I mean like he's he's like let the battle begin in every episode of Iron Chef, and he's like the secret ingredient is ham. That's he's, not that secret with, though. That's just that's hand. standard. Actually, it's funny because. The episode that I'm thinking of where the secret ingredient actually was ham, his reaction was not that way. It was like, the secret ingredient is ham? <laughs> so that might be my favorite, actually. Fair enough. <laughs> but yeah, he's he's very shouty. Okay. As someone who's very shouty, I get it. Then. And every time he moves his head, he moves it very fast, and they add in a sound effect of... It's amazing. That is great. Do you watch Forge and Fire at all? No. The blade-making... Competition I show? I not watch that show. They got Will Willis, who's the host that. He's an ex, I think he's Army or Navy or Marine name. or whatever it is. And whenever he makes an announcement, he does this kind of like about face and walks back to where he's put like his mark. And oh boy, <laughs> does he sell it. <laughs> yeah, you gotta. Well, that's what Mark DeCostas is doing. He's whipping his head back and forth and they're, they're in post. They're adding in the whoosh. You know, that's there's great. that one guy who's just like, God, I hope he whips his head back and forth like 20 times. So I got like the perfect <laughs> sounds for it. <laughs> oh, you can make that into a drinking game for sure. Now I'm interested. You got my attention. <laughs> Let's watch some Iron Chef. Do you remember uh, your high school graduation when they said, oh, there's a bit of a change to a program and then they danced in front of you? <laughs> sure do. Do you remember that? That yeah. time? Yeah. Yeah. And they got like your friends from Brazil to come up and dance shirtless <laughs> what in your gymnasium. What was that? <laughs> Because that happened. Wikipedia says that they join a Brazilian capoeira team to perform for Stevens at the graduation ceremony, but I didn't get that context from the movie. This was just the people that were in the Brazil scenes in the beginning of the movie are now in the end scenes dancing with the students, and it's supposed to make sense. And these students, like four students, just run away from the graduation stage. Yeah. And nobody asks where these students are going. They're just they're making a run for it. They're like, we graduated. Let's get the fuck out of here. And of course, they get Stevens to do his dance at the thing at the graduation also, of and course. he does it with his buddy from Brazil, and they, they hug it out at the end, and oh boy. <laughs> Any movie that ends in a dance montage is a good movie. But this one goes on again for so long. For so long. I actually appreciate that the YouTube video cut off the end credits of the movie. <laughs> 
coming to YouTube and you're just like, that's enough. You that's done? Enough. You good now? Okay. You, you got your fix? That's All only right. the strongs. <laughs> that is only the strong from 1993, directed by living legend Sheldon Lettich. This movie is, is it good? No. no. Is it great? Absolutely. Yes. I love that YouTube immediately is like, do you want to watch True Lies now? And I was like, kind of. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. <laughs> For story and motivation, I'm going with a four. Four, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that feels a little generous, but I like it. It feels so. a lot of generous, but I like it, damn it. Let's talk about casting. Do you think that they got kids who could do the moves and then they just said, I got a script. Can you read? No, I don't think they got kids that could do the moves. Full stop. (laughs) Some of them are okay. And then some of them look like the earth is moving a little differently than their (laughs) cartwheel is. They look like they're just uneven on ground. They're like, oh no, what do I do? How do I walk? It's not so much, I don't know what to do with my hands. It's, I don't know what to do with my body. (laughs) But Mark Dacascos is great. I mean, they, and they got him right before Double Dragon, so... That's perfect timing to get him. He was hot off of, of Only the Strong and Double Dragon. Yeah. I, apparently <laughs> back in like eight, 1989, uh, Haim Saban picked this guy to be the Red Power Ranger in an adaptation that never actually came to fruition because, you know, Power Rangers didn't come out until like 93. But this and at that point, he was too hot for Only the Strong. They exactly. couldn't get him. They're like, we can't get him. Let's get this other guy who I think killed somebody with a sword. Yep, that absolutely happened. <laughs> I think it's a different guy, but still. A real Power Ranger has killed somebody with a sword. Casting three? Yeah, sure. That's what we we're talking about. Like, casting? I was going to go with a two, but then Jeffrey Lewis is in this movie as Mr. Kerrigan. He is mm. so good. He is excellent. Three. I like it. The protagonist, Lewis Stevens. Seems like a good dude. He's doing his best. He's just trying to reach these keys. He can't believe that they're offering him a job. I love that he's Capoeira. Why did he even go to the school to begin with? It's like, all right, back home from the military. Guess I'll go check out what my old teacher's up to. I mean, I went back to my high school once after I graduated, and I talked to one teacher the entire time. Same. And he's like, hey, do you want to come speak to a filmmaking class? And I went, I don't. Not particularly. I don't. And if you ask me that again, I will never come into this building ever again. (laughs) When I visited, nobody asked me to do anything. They didn't offer me a job, nothing. They you weren't just like cruised around doing your just, look. Look at my capoeira, everybody! Look, I learned this in college. I learned this from from Eddie Gordo in Tekken Three. He's fine. Four. Yeah, four. <laughs> I don't know. I like these threes and four. Like they feel generous still. Yeah, they do. They do. But antagonist seven, S- seven for Silverio. Yeah, it's like he kept his capoeira like. Hidden underneath all of his layers, his layer. Not Jean-Claude Van Damme. That's right. <laughs> Out here hiding his capoeira. Like, oh, it's gonna be it's called acting. We're doing a movie in Miami. Can we get culturally appropriate Jean-Claude Van Damme? That'd be great. Thank you. <laughs> Maybe casting goes higher than <laughs> actually that's not bad. Like they could have just done Van Damme, but they were like, no. You know what? Let's be let's be, let's be sensitive. To the uh, the region. This guy pulls off the vest, no shirt look very well. He yep. pulls off the greasy the ponytail. ponytail look very well, yep. and he's got great skin. So yeah. I'm gonna go. With... And you know what? He loves his family. Damn it, he sure does. I'm gonna go with the three, three, because like he took over one whole block. <laughs> this is my block that's adjacent to my shop where we chop. 
he kind of like treats it like what we do in the shadows. Like, oh, what do we have? We have this block and a little bit of that block. <laughs> ah, those Jamaicans are no good at fighting. That's why we got their territory. The next two houses on the street. <laughs> That's right. Oh, one of them moved? Damn. Shit. Screenplay. There is one. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> it's there. Uh, words are said. That yeah. were written down People in a do. sequential order uh, with act structure, I think. <laughs> two? Yeah, let's go with two. <laughs> okay. Style and tone. This is 90s if I've ever this seen it. so 90s to the level where, like, Mr. Kerrigan is giving a speech to his class at the beginning of the and of the movie, and I recognize the shirt that one of the kids was wearing as the same shirt that the Black Power Ranger wears <laughs> in the opening credits to Power Rangers. Seven. Exactly. I love it. Like, it's a, uh, it's almost aggressively 90s. They're trying real hard to be the 90s well, in, like, a way that if they shot this thing today, they would have to try that hard to be the 90s. <laughs> Guys, this is the 90s. Remember, we have to be the 90s be as we possibly can. Circa 1993. Just keep that in mind, everybody. What are all the cool Miami 90s kids doing these days? Ah, <laughs> oh, hello, fellow kids. I have a boombox on my shoulder, too, and I wear sunglasses indoors. Mm, I'm wearing a poison vest. <laughs> I'm the character that's going to die. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, he's trying to be cool, but he's the first one that turns to the, the nerd side doing extracurricular activities for school. <laughs> what a schmuck. Uh, what a square. Uh, seven for style and tone. I'm actually in agreement with that. Somehow. <laughs> <laughs> because it's got style, damn it. And a tone. Director. He exists in the world he is a man he's not dead yet famous director when i googled him oh he's not i wasn't sure at least i'm pretty sure he's not dead yet. i have no idea i didn't i didn't even think to look at that you know the 90s were 30 years ago so he's 72 years old he is still alive and kicking is he still making movies i know the answer to that (laughs) (laughs) the last movie that he did was uh max and max 2 white house hero so Ooh. now he, he's been uh, relegated to dog movies. You know, I, I feel like as a director, at a certain point in your career, you're like, yeah, you know what? I'm just going to fuck around and do a few dog movies. I don't think that's how that conversation goes. <laughs> I feel like if you're not a successful director, you just go, yeah, all right, I'll do some dog movies. I feel like when you're at that point in your career and your agent calls, he goes, listen, I got a movie for you. <laughs> it, yeah, it's Air Bud. It's an Air Bud movie. We're going to call it Air Flood. <laughs> it's Polo. Oh, God. Air Bud joins a... the Olympics. And he has to <laughs> swim against Michael Phelps. He's just treading water, nosing the ball to a net. I'm 73 years old. Yes, I will direct this dog movie. Well, I have one more question. Because so far, this sounds like I've totally sold out. But I need to know for sure if I've sold out. Does the dog talk? Yes. Fuck, Damn my it. career's over. Are ah, we, God. We I get only the strong. <laughs> One more question. Are we actually getting Michael Phelps or a Michael Phelps type? <laughs> I don't know what's worse because he doesn't What's act. a Michael Phelps type? I already made a pituitary disorder <laughs> joke. <laughs> 
We have a large dolphin man. Anyway, so director. Uh, uh, two. Two. Because making a movie is hard and he did it. He did it. And successfully. And people sure. saw it and love it. So Start, They're still talking about it today. 30 years later, against all odds. Music. I'm going to be honest with you. I fucking love the music in this movie. I do too. And there's one song at the beginning where you get this nice beat going and you get that very 90s music. Like the very oh, yeah. 90s rap coming up where they're not even trying. No. Like, and my first, I, like, I looked at my wife while I was watching this with her and I went, it's going to be one of those movies. And she, <laughs> <laughs> like a big smile on my face. That's exciting. <laughs> I mean, you got Banana Way. That's a great song. It's a very good song. It's very catchy. But also, this movie is the origin of the zoom, zoom, zoom. It is. I couldn't believe it. Blew my damn mind. Eight. Eight for music. I love it. Because I can. It's so egregious, and it's my favorite thing ever. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Box office. Uh, this movie opened the same week as Needful Things and The Man Without a Face. So it had a chance of being huge, uh, is it, what you're telling me. Yeah, so what I'm telling you is it finished 14th at the box office. <laughs> <laughs> Behind things like The Fugitive in its fourth week, and Secret Garden in its third week, and Jurassic Park in its 12th week, and Sleepless in Seattle in its 10th week, Free Willy, you know, things like that. Sure, things we've heard of. So yeah, uh, the movie cost about $6 million to make, which I actually found surprising. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> but it only made uh three point three million, which is gonna give it a fifty four, fifty-five percent, which is a one. It has to be. This thing is a big old flop. Big old flop. Didn't even make it made just over half its budget back, which is never a good thing. Nope. And the final category is impact on the industry. It's gotta be a zero, right? The industry being movies, not dance fighting. I just thought of breakdance fighting when you said that. <laughs> different movie. It is a different movie. No, it's got to be a zero, it's unfortunately. A, it's a big fat As much zero, as I don't I want it to be, it is. The movie has really done nothing for the film industry, except, except, uh, you know what? Maybe one. Maybe a one because it did give us that Zoom, Zoom, Zoom uh, song that they used in the Mazda commercials. One. <laughs> done. Do what we can. That is going to give only the strong a total score of 35. Yeah, it seems about right that in the best possible way. Exactly right. We are completely safe because on Rotten Tomatoes, critically, this has a 13% and mm. audience score deserved 77%. Nice. That is a wide margin. Phil, fantastic choice. Excellent. High pick. five to you, sir. Brian. Yes. Next week's your pick. What are we going to be talking about? <laughs> well, I feel like Phil's kind of set a tone for us here. Because, you know, between last week and this week, we've, we've talked about a couple movies that are fun, but not exactly, you know, uh, Oscar winner type flicks. And it's been a good time. So what I want to do is talk about a movie that I've been dying to talk to you about for a while now, where you take two things that don't feel like they should be connected and you <laughs> smash them together and make a fun movie that you never expect. And that's why next week we're going to be talking about... Velocipaster. Jesus Christ. I've never heard of that. <laughs> uh, since it came out, I've been like, we need to talk about this. This is back in Cape days. I was like, I'm going to find a way to make this movie work one way or another. The 2019 movie Velocipaster. I'm going to read a quick synopsis of this thing. Please do. That I haven't read. I'm looking at the, the poster of it, and it is a pastor who might be a zombie. There are ninjas involved, and there's a big <laughs> velociraptor. 
And the clip that's playing shows someone fighting in their underwear. Don't know what that's about yet. But the synopsis of that is after losing his parents, a priest travels to China where he inherits a mysterious ability that allows him to turn into a dinosaur. (laughs) At first, horrified by his new power, a hooker convinces him to use it to fight crime. And ninjas. And ninjas. What a fantastic (laughs) choice, Brian. Next week, the Velocipaster. Until then, uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for submitting your picks for our our listener pick at the end of the month. Phil, no notes. None. No notes at all. You're a hero. But be sure to review, rate, subscribe, uh, and send your movie suggestions. uh, And, you know, if you've made a pick recently and we picked it, you need to supply a replacement for us. So send those to beermemoviepod at gmail.com. And uh, remember that our patrons always get double picks, just like Phil. Only the Strong was on there twice. And that gave it a higher likelihood of being picked. That's I'm how it so works. I'm so happy it did. Like, I've never been happier that a movie's gotten picked in my life. Yeah. Speaking of Patreon, join us this month for our, our Good Burger commentary with our good buddy Ryan. He's a dude. We're dudes. It's a good time. It's going to be a good time. We're all dudes. Hey, you know, follow us on stuff, all that stuff, you know, go to, you know what, go to bearmeamovie.com and click on some links. Maybe send us an email uh, telling us what kind of merch you want. I don't know. We've talked. We've got some ideas and yeah, they're buck wild. (laughs) (laughs) Brian, you got anything else? That is it. Fantastic. Next week, the Velocipaster. We'll see you then. (laughs) 